Kia ora koutou and welcome to Primary Matters, a podcast about the things that matter to Aotearoa New Zealand's primary industries. I'm Carol Stiles. In May this year, an unwelcome visitor was found in Lake Karapiro, the freshwater gold clam. It's the first invasive freshwater shellfish to arrive here. We don't want it, and we certainly don't want it to spread. The gold clam can grow in and clog up pipes of power generation, irrigation systems and water treatment plants, and it can compete with native species for food and space. Worryingly, it's born fully fertile. It reproduces in huge numbers and creates masses of shells. Biosecurity New Zealand wants to stop it in its tracks. Hello. Hello, I'm Hello, Carol. Hello. Hi. How are you going? Welcome to uh, Action Station. I'm out at Lake Karapiro near Cambridge in Waikato. Waka Ama are on the water and Hannah Munro is spreading the word about what we can do to prevent the gold clam establishing anywhere else. I saw bumper stickers under people's yes. windscreen wipers. Yes, I did that. Did that this morning already because they all come from different locations from Rotorua, New Plymouth, Taupo, Tauranga, uh, other fresh waterways. So that's what we want to make sure is that whatever we have and use here, we keep here and we don't take those pests and algae and clams and babies and juveniles away into another fresh water. So that's what we're trying to do. So that's a water blaster? Yep. So we've got um, down at Lake Karapiro at the main boat ramp, we've got a washdown station with a high pressure hose. So we're all set up here if you're in using boats or walkers or kayaks in Lake Karapiro. There's a washdown station there that you can come in and make sure you are checking and cleaning um, all your gear before you take it home with you. So the, the, the uh, Check, Clean, Dry campaign is to check all your equipment or anything that's been in the water. So check is the visual. Can you see anything stuck to your equipment that shouldn't be there? Get rid of it. Uh, the cleaning is to get rid of the things that maybe you can't see. So for Corbicula, the baby clam, it's like a sticky little here. Oh, really? How yeah. big? It's tiny. Uh, tiny. So some, you might not see it because it might be like a blonde little here, right? And so if we give that a good blast, it's we're going to blow it off our, um, spray it off our, our equipment, really. And the dry part of it is to ensure all our equipment is completely dry inside and out. And that limits its lifespan because these are freshwater pests. They survive in freshwater. So if there's no freshwater, they have um, a limited survival rate which is what we want. Today's a good day for drying, it's really hot. Yep, very good day and also a lot of these, a lot of the waka will be put on uh, the tops of cars or trailers and same with rowboats and kayaks and travelling so that gives them a good dry as well as they travel. Life jackets, what's the story with those? Well because they're absorbent so uh, these pests live in fresh water so if you've got a wetsuit or a life jacket that pulls water and it is wet then these babies can Survive in them. You know, you take a wet life jacket home, it's living in your wet life jacket. Same with wet shoes. Wet shoes? Well, yeah, you know, you've, you have your, your, your sneakers on and you, that you have to go and grab your kid in the lake. You want to make sure that they haven't got a baby corbicular on them and then you take it home and then you've got them in your drains. <laughs> so, same thing, you know, like if your shoes get wet, it's, it's anything that touches the water out here. So the rules are a little different for shoes, life jackets, wetsuits and togs and towels. Whereas hard surfaces can be blasted and dried, anything absorbent needs treating. It should be soaked in hot tap water for at least five minutes, or you can pop it in a freezer overnight until it's frozen solid. The clams don't like that. 
nor will they survive if equipment is soaked for an hour in a mix of 10% bleach and water. But make sure it's completely dry for 48 hours and then before you use it at another fresh waterway. That might be quite difficult in that these guys are training so they need to get back out on the water. Correct, yeah. So what we advise is to have a couple of life jackets. So a training life jacket where you're using it in the same waterway all the time. So this is between waterways. So if you're going to come back to Lake Karapiro to train, that's alright. Right, because you're in the same water, you're just coming back into it. But what we don't want is you taking it into another fresh waterway. So we don't want you going from Lake Karapiro, doing an event, and then the next day going to train in Topo or another fresh waterway. So what sort of feedback have you had from the Waka participants? Oh, they are awesome. They all are really passionate about being kaitiaki of the awa and taking good care of it. And... Um, really compliant and making sure that um, they're following the rules right because we want to keep having events here at Lake Karapiro and so this is all kind of part of looking after where you've where you are and where you go and leaving it as you found it. They're awesome. What's the event today? Uh, today is a regional Waka Armour event and so we've got single events today and then we've got the team events tomorrow so um, all the way from teenagers up to uh, mature citizens <laughs> we'll call them. And it's awesome because they're all working together. We've got these young kids here um, helping carry waka for uh, our mature citizens and helping them clean their boats, clean their waka actually, clean their oars, clean their paddles. Um, yep, it's been really good. Must be quite fun on the end of that water blaster. Yeah, I, th I, I do believe that some of them have got a bit territorial over that water blaster. <laughs> Um, and what they don't probably realise is, is now their parents are going to be looking at them and thinking, now you know how to use a water blaster, I've got quite a list of jobs for you to do when we get back, to, get back home. And also, we can't use the water from the lake or in the river because that is where the clam lives. So you can't just take the water from the lake and clean the stuff that you're using. That doesn't work, you know. It's clean water pumped down. Yeah. Is it fun to use a water blaster? It is, it is fun. <laughs> it's good. And it's a hot day, so when you get a bit of wind, it blows yeah. the mist back on you. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Keeps you cool. Yeah. So you're doing the waka and you're also doing the paddles? Yeah, yeah, so we just have to get all the algae off it. And everyone's been quite happy with you yeah. doing your job? Yeah. yeah. It's quite a good setup you've got, isn't it? Very good. For cleaning them. Good. Yep. Did awesome. you know anything about the clams? I didn't. Oh, the clams, yeah, I did actually. They're worried about them getting into Lake Okatana, yeah, so I didn't know about There was a story in our um, local paper, I think. Where are you from? Fakatani, yeah. So, no, this is the first time I've done this. Yeah, just because we've come to this event, so I'm not sure what the, if they've got anything, any bugs in this lake. They do. Oh, they do. Mm. Oh, okay. Mm. They've got the clams. Mm. Oh. You don't want to take any home with you? No, I don't. <laughs> a competitor was just asking me if you had clams here. He didn't know that you did. Yes, absolutely. Yes, they've definitely been found here at Lake Kaipiro. Um, we the, um, twice a year they do. They try and do a lake lowering, and they did one in October, um, hoping to find hundreds, but found thousands. Disappointing. It's about containment, isn't it? So step one is to contain, uh, keep them where they are, stop the spread and then they can work on a plan. But we have to contain them first. 
Well, you've got lots of signage, haven't you? Yeah, it's Everywhere. awesome actually. Yep, so everybody should be able to see the message, check, clean, dry. And um, I guess we're here as ambassadors just to make sure they understand the message. What is check? Why do we clean? How do we dry? What's the importance of it? I have spent many, many summers down here with my kids in the lake, rowing on the lake, swimming in the lake, and I never really thought about why we had to clean our equipment. I never thought about anything living in the river until this came up, and I was like, oh, of course, like, how come I've never thought of that? You know, I just thought people were taking good care of their equipment. So it's been quite an educational process, I guess, of thinking of it in another way and thinking about what's actually the ecological side of what's happening in Lake Katapera, how can we protect it so that we make sure that we can continue to swim in the lake, row in the lake, have picnics by the lake and still use it. Yeah. Do you know how widespread the clams are at the moment? Um, so the last information I got was that um, the clam had been found in 94 kilometres of the Waikato River, but not all the way down. So they were in pockets of human activity. Rowing events, there's lots of those coming up here. Uh, Loads of yeah, events. Yeah, and thousands yep. of rowers come, especially for the school Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. Yeah, so that's going to be another opportunity to get the message out. But there is a risk, isn't there, that somebody might take this clam back to Ruatanifa? Ab- absolutely. And uh, I have to say, KRI, uh, Karapiro Rowing Incorporated, who run all the rowing events here, have been absolutely fabulous at enforcing our message of check, clean, dry and the requirements to do it. Um, they've run information centre uh, sessions via Zoom for every school had to participate and know. Every club had to sign on. Um, the message goes out to all their participants. And I've been at three events, three, two or three events now that um, KRI have run. And they have their stations down packed. They are, boats are de-rigged, they are washed, they are... Um, on trailers, they, you know, the, the athletes themselves, um, whether they're high school or adults, know why they have to do it. And so it's really about all these organisations educating their participants and their club members so that they know why they have to do this, yeah. Mm. You know, it's, I, I don't think it's the big events that are, are at risk. Everybody that uses the water are at risk and there's always going to be people that don't want to follow the rules. But if, if we're all seen to be doing the right thing, then those people that are on the fringe of can't be bothered, don't know why we're doing it, are much more likely to do it. So we're kind of hoping for this ripple effect that it's the expectation that this is just what happens when you use Lake Karapiro, that everybody knows the expectation of check, clean, dry, and they do it without even thinking about it. Because a lot of people will just take their boat up for an afternoon, won't they? Just for a little cruise. Yeah, and and we understand that at the end of a day's boating, you know, the kids are screaming and you've got to clean your stuff and you're tired and cranky and, you know, you've forgotten to get the tomatoes at the supermarket. So, you know, we, we get it, um, but we want to make it part of the process of the day of, of boating and being on Lake Karapira, that it's part of of such events is that you clean your equipment and you look after the environment. What have you got here? What have you been carrying? Oh, these are our uh, boaty key rings. So, branding awareness, bright yellow, you won't lose them, but also if you drop the keys in the river or the lake, they float, so you, so you never lose them. <laughs> but if you drop them in this river, you'd have to wash, clean and dry it. Check, clean, dry, that's right. <laughs> oh, sorry, check, clean, check, dry. Yep, check, check, clean, dry, always, yep. Hannah Munro, Biosecurity New Zealand's working with other organisations to test sites in Waikato, including Taupo and also in all regions north and south, 
So far, the gold clam has still only been found along a stretch of the Waikato River. It's not known how the clam came to be here, but scientists estimate it's been in the river for at least two or three years. It's known to have been spread to other places in the world by onboard ballast tanks. Through the aquarium trade, where the clams used to clear water, it has been moved to be a source of food, and it could possibly have arrived on damp water sports gear. MPI has photos of the clam on its website, so you know what to look out for. I'm Carol Stiles, and you've been listening to Primary Matters, an MPI podcast. Thanks for joining me. Kia pai kira.